Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. For those interested in additional resources or services, such as the weekly planners, online planners for Chrome or Outlook, keynotes, live training, coaching, or certification, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. Now, when you listen to an episode that resonates with you, we invite you to share it with your family, friends, and team members so that they can experience the same type of motivation and results in their lives. Also, if you haven't already subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. It works on Apple, Stitcher, Google, or whatever platform you're using so that you can get a new podcast reminder each week. Now sit back, let's get started, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. All right, welcome back to our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners. So grateful for you joining us wherever you're at in the world today. And this is going to be an awesome guest today. Not only is he amazing because I am a subscriber of his own courses and I've watched them and participated in his own courses, but just what he's teaching is really life-changing for anyone that does it. And we'll get into what all of that means here when we get into the podcast. But I came across Lee Holden about, oh, six or seven months ago. You know, we get nothing from what we're doing today as far as an affiliate agreement or anything like this. I'm, I'm having him as a guest because I believe in what he's doing. It's just been powerful. And I, again, will reiterate what I said. I think it's life-changing for anybody that will do that. And in today's crazy world, we need more of what he's going to talk about. And so what we're going to focus on today is what's called Qigong. And if you've never heard of it, that's all right. He's going to get into details around what that means. If you've maybe heard it in passing, but not sure what it means, that's all right. Or maybe you have even practiced Qigong or a cousin of Qigong, and that's great. He's going to share some different insights that will apply basically to anywhere that we are today as a starting point. So with all that said, first of all, Lee, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Rob. I'm so glad that you're doing your Qi practice. It gives us so much more to talk about from an uh, experiential point of view. And that's what this practice, where it really shines is when people start practicing it because it feels amazing. It does. And I've experienced that myself. And so let's jump into this because there's a lot of people listening to this that will have never heard of Qigong, or maybe they heard the term and doesn't know what it might mean. So first of all, what is Qigong? And how did you get into the stuff that you're doing now as far as an instructor? And this is what you're doing for your life work at this point. And so what is it? And how did you get to this point where you're at now? That's a great question. I got into it through collegiate sports. I was a collegiate soccer player and I had an injury. There's nothing like an injury that just brings you face to face with who you are, what life's all about. You know, when you're injured, you're just like, oh my gosh, health is the most important thing in my life. How can I get healthier? So I had a low back injury. Uh, I was 19 years old. The doctors told me that I wasn't going to play the rest of the season. So I was kind of hobbling around for a month. I had tried um, the painkillers. I got some cortisone shots and nothing was working. In fact, the painkillers gave me a stomach ache. So now I had back pain and a stomach ache. And I remembered, um, you know, in my hometown, I had taken some martial arts classes. And one of those martial artists was an acupuncturist as well as a Qigong teacher. In fact, I saw him break a big stack of bricks. And I remember this, this stuck out so relevantly in my mind, because afterwards I said, how did you do that? And he said, the power of Qi. And so I always remember this. And I was like, I'm going to go see that guy. 
and see if he could help me with my back. Because after he broke the big stack of bricks, he said, you know, chi is for healing. It's not for hurting people, which is a good point to make for a 10-year-old. So I went and saw him. He gave me some acupuncture. He showed me these really simple stretches and these qigong exercises. And in about a week, I was about 90% better. In about two weeks, I was 95% better in playing soccer again. And I was showing all my soccer player friends the exercises. I started teaching them. I was like, check this out. Look at this. If you feel like you're tight in your back or you have tension in your neck and shoulders, try these few moves. And it was just a revelation for me because it was like, why aren't more people doing these very natural things to help their bodies heal? It became a catalyst for me to go into this line of work. So what was my kind of worst moment turned into some of my best best moments because it was this catapult for me to go in a different direction. And I immediately started studying Qigong. I started practicing it on a daily basis. I started sharing it with my friends. It became sort of my my life's mission to help spread the word and help people activate their own healing power. Rob, you said, what is Qigong? I think this is a big question. Qi simply means energy. It is life force energy. And we all have energy. It's what keeps you alive. It's the beating of your heart. It's the light in your mind. It's your your very breath. So chi is this aliveness within you. And gong simply means to work with. So it can be translated as energy work, breath work, or just a skill at living life. The skill at working with your mind, your thoughts, your consciousness, your spirit, your emotions, your body, and how they all integrate together, which is very, very fascinating because it is like holistic medicine. Billy, I actually wrote two little notes while you were talking there, Lee. Number one, what you said about health. And I think anybody listening to this can resonate because at some point in our life, we've all had an injury or something, mental, physical, whatever it is. And I just love this quote that I heard about a year ago. It's resonated with me. That is a person without health has one dream. And a person with health has many dreams. Absolutely. In other words, if we don't have health, if we're not in a healthy place, our only focus is, man, let's get this fixed, survival, whatever that is. And that's why Qigong can be so powerful. And the other thing that I might just note on this is you talk about Qi, there's guaranteeing me some skeptics out there. And I have no problem with someone being skeptical. What I hope that will lead to is more research and, and someone doing a little bit more digging to find out for themselves. When you talked about this energy and the spirit that's inside of us, no one can actually refute that though. Because how is it that the human body, if you connect the, the nodes correctly, we can power a light bulb? Absolutely. No one can dispute or refute the fact that we are beings of energy. So let's build on that. You know, now that you've been doing this for years and you have made it your life work, and again, I'll just reiterate, I know you because I've been doing your courses for six months and I can attest to the positive impact they've had in my life as well as thousands of others. So now from your perspective, since you've been doing this for years, what are some things that you've learned or observed along the way? Those are such great points. I mean, what I've learned and observed is just what you said, that health is our greatest asset and energy has a big part in that. And energy can make a big difference in your life. You know, whether you believe in it or not, I can ask almost anybody and say, how's your energy? And people either say, I'm feeling a little down. I'm feeling a little low. And whether you believe it or not, it's besides the point because a practice like Qigong can really help you live your best life. And chi, let's make no mistake, it is irrefutable, but it's also mystical. It has a long history in ancient cultures, whether it's Ayurveda from India, Native American, Chinese medicine. They work with some 
this life force energy. Well, Western medicine does too. We just do it in a very, very different way. You know, we're doing it from a, a symptomatic approach like, oh, you know, I have a headache, so take a painkiller. We're, we're working on from the symptoms and trying to establish health by getting rid of the sickness, where in Chinese medicine, you work on health directly. So you're going to be working on, let's say, your vitality, how much energy you have. Qigong is a practice of lowering stress, getting you out of pain, and increasing your energy, right? And we do increase energy from a natural internal place rather than, a, let's say, an external, I need an energy drink or a cup of coffee kind of place. We want it naturally. And there's many different kinds of energy within you. And you all know that, you know, there's the energy of relaxation. There's the energy of sleep. There's the get up and go energy. There's the energy of inspiration and excitement. What's the difference between inspiration, excitement, passion, or being depressed, down and anxious? Those are two very different qualities of energy. And just think about your emotional state. There's nothing physical about that. It is energy moving through you, energy, emotion, energy in motion. We can't do open heart surgery and see how much love you have in there. It is a vibration. It is energy. And so in Qigong, we say life is ruled by invisible forces. And those invisible forces as your mind, there's electrical impulses in your brain that create thoughts. But just the fact that when you close your eyes and you can see images you just touch upon the mystical right there because there's no light source in your mind. There's just these electrical impulses. There's no projector that allows you to see images like in a movie screen. Even your heartbeat is, is something very mystical. When I was interviewing a, a doctor, they said, you know, your heartbeat is so mysterious. It's like a match that learned how to strike itself. And then it burns down and it regrows itself and strikes it, itself again. This energy in your heart doesn't work like normal physics. It's mysterious. It's mystical. Nobody knows how it started. In Chinese medicine, it would be called heart chi, the life force behind the heart. The way in which energy flows and circulates through you determines how happy, healthy, and fulfilled we are in our lives. So it can be very, very important to work with. Like I said, gong means to work with it in a skillful way. And you can just look at your life and say, hey, am I working with my chi the gift, this precious life force energy that we've been endowed with, how well am I working with it? How, what's the quality of my thoughts? What are the quality of my emotions? How much vibrancy and vitality do I have in my body? And how do those integrate? That's the practice that we work with. Qigong is a movement practice like Tai Chi and yoga or breath work or mindfulness, but it really addresses all layers and aspects of yourself. You know, I tell people, hey, you don't always have enough time to go to the gym, practice meditation and do a yoga class. But in Qigong, you get all of those things in one concise practice without having to put on your spandex. You can do it in just everyday street clothes. And the beautiful thing about it is you can, in about 20 minutes, feel a complete shift where your stress levels, levels go down and your energy levels go up. And when you're energized, you are a better version of yourself. When you have low energy and you're depleted, life becomes overwhelming. We don't act from our best selves. We actually get agitated, irritated, we're snappy. So the whole practice is to increase energy to stay centered and move through life in a, in a flowing, effortless way. That's really well said. So let me build on that with a couple more questions here. So you mentioned Tai Chi and yoga and things like that. And I actually really love what you just said. 
Because that's one of the challenges that people face is, oh, I know meditation is important. Well, okay, meditation. I know yoga is important. Okay, yoga. Okay, now you're telling me one more thing, Qigong. What I love that you said, though, is it's really a combination of those. And so this is not the only one in the world, certainly, but this is a very powerful one-stop shop where a person can get all of those. And that's exactly been my experience. And so I don't want to call them synonymous terms, but someone that's not familiar with this might hear Tai Chi or Qigong. What's the difference between yoga and Tai Chi and Qigong? Tai Chi and, and Qigong are really similar. They come from the same source. So we often say Qigong is the mother of Tai Chi. Tai Chi is about 800 years old. Qigong dates back some four or 5,000 years into the early practices of Chinese medicine. In fact, this, I think this is a really interesting point. People would pay their Chinese medicine doctor to keep them healthy. And so the Chinese medicine doctor would do acupressure, dietary, herbal recommendations, and they would teach them Qigong exercises. Now, as long as you were healthy, you kept paying your doctor. And as soon as you got sick, you stopped paying. So it really was true health care. You pay for health. And as soon as you got sick, you're like, hey, doctor, you're not doing your job. Can you imagine going to the doctor and saying, you know what, doc? You know, I got a headache. I'm not going to pay you today. Our medicine is totally based on sick care, not health care. You know, we have a great medicine. I mean, Western medicine is amazing, especially for emergency medicine. But to live your best life, to, to increase health and vitality, to stay on the journey of health and not just wait till we get sick, you need to look somewhere else like this type of practice. Now, Tai Chi was really um, it started as a martial art. The Tai Chi martial artists were very powerful because they cultivated internal energy. They cultivated Qi. And Tai Chi became very well known in China because the Tai Chi masters went around China and challenged other martial artists into sparring competitions. And they did so well that the Imperial Guard said, hey, we want you to teach and train our army. So they did. And Tai Chi kind of spread that way. But Tai Chi really is a is a internal martial art where Qigong has much more to do with health, vitality, healing yourself, activating internal power and energy. Nowadays, people practice Tai Chi the same reason they practice Qigong for energy cultivation, for relaxation, flexibility. But Tai Chi is a little more, is a little more challenging to learn because you have to memorize movements. So it takes longer to learn, where Qigong is a little more accessible because one movement repeats itself for a little a little bit, and then you go on to the next movement. Well, Tai Chi and Qigong really sprung forth from China. Yoga sprung forth from India. And there was a lot of sharing of information. In fact, one of the most famous Qigong masters was an Indian yogi, a traveling yogi called Bodhidharma. And he crossed over through Tibet into China. And he combined martial arts exercises, Qigong practices, and started the Shaolin temples with postures and breathing exercises. So there was a lot of sharing of information between China and India. Indian yoga, you know, is a lot of the postures, you hold them, you stretch and breathe into postures, and then maybe flow into another posture. Well, Qigong is much more, let's say, flowy, much more soft and gentle. In fact, Qigong movements mirror the movements of water, recognizing that water is very soft, gentle, relaxing, but it's also very powerful, right? You stand in a river current, you feel the power of that water. You stand in an ocean wave. Wow, it is very powerful. So when you train to move your body like water, you connect to that flow state 
and integrate or, or allow your energy to be very coherent, which generates that internal power. And I think that's where the magic of this practice is, is when you get into those flowing movements because your body's moving, but you're also in a very meditative state of mind and you access that deep internal energy reserves. I love that. And I've done a lot of yoga and I like yoga. If I had to put them side by side, I really do like Qigong more for the flowing reasons that you talked about. You know, I feel like it's, there's a flow to it. Good water analogy. I really like that as well. So here's a personal question. I'm guessing that others that get into this will have a similar question. So this is as much for me as it might be for the listeners. And that is, does it matter the amount of time, the frequency, meaning the number of times or days a week that we do this? Does it matter the amount? And if so, how much does it matter? And I know the answer is going to be, of course, the more we do it, the better it is. And I'll just give our listeners an example. So I've been in your courses now for six or seven months, and you have a short version on your courses that you do throughout the week. Then you have a longer version, which is about an hour. Your short versions are like 20 minutes. And those are typically what I've been doing. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm always asking, you know, what am I missing out on by not doing the hour? And (laughs) the genesis of my question and does it matter or how much does it matter maybe is the better question. That is a great question. And, and kind of like, what's the minimal amount of time to make an impact in my life? You know, I always ask people, what are your goals? Where, where, where are you starting from? So if your life, if we plotted it out on a map, we can say, hey, where are you starting from and where do you want to get to? If somebody is very ill or sick or has low energy, the journey to that destination might be a little bit different than, than let's say you, Rob, where you're, you know, maybe healthy, you practice many different things to stay healthy. You know, do you doing a 20 minute version is going to have a lot of effect because you're already in good shape. So it, it depends on the person, depends on, you know, age, health, energy levels and goals. But you can get a wonderful practice in 20 minutes. And, and folks, what Rob was talking about was my a subscription. So each week I do three classes. We break those into a 20 minute or an hour version of that subscription. And then you can choose based on the day. Uh, and you can get a lot of benefits in a short practice, especially if you're consistent. So what I tell people is, hey, maybe today you do 20 minutes. Maybe tomorrow you only do five minutes, but maybe the next day you can get an hour in. So mix it up a little bit. The most important thing is that you get a variety of movements in your daily life. You know, and you're talking about earlier research from a Western medicine perspective, and it's now well researched that sitting is not good for you. Sitting too long, they call it the new smoking. Sedentary people, it's it's unhealthy. And it's better to get a, a variety of movement in your body, just like it's good to have a variety in your diet of healthy foods. Get a variety of movements. So flowing movements, exercise, a walk, a little weightlifting. That variety can be very, very healthy. And what I like about Qigong is it does give you a wide variety of, of exercises that are really important. So all that being said is kind of look at your life. If you only have five minutes, do five minutes. I coach people through, you know, in companies like Qi Breaks. So every, let's say, hour or two, stand up and do three minutes of Qigong. Do something really simple. Do something simple while you're seated. The Qigong practice could be taking some nice, slow, deep breaths. You don't even have to move. But just doing something and being aware of your energy is going to pay dividends and rewards. You know, what I also tell people is that you don't have time not to do Qigong because when you do your practice, you are more efficient, you're less stressed, you're more energized. 
there's clarity in your mind. You get a lot more done when you're energized than when you're fatigued. Yeah. Well, amen to that. And that's exactly what I've experienced. So let me ask you this. Is all Qigong created equal? In other words, I've gone to YouTube and I found a ton of YouTube videos, you know, Qigong, 10 minute this and five minute that. And of course, I think I know the answer, which is, of course, they're not. Having said that, you know, if someone was just starting out, and this is where I'm going with the question. If someone's just starting out, what's something they can do right now to get started and try it? And I love the way that you approach it. There's a structured approach to it. You have a ton of courses on your website for different things. I'll just say things to keep it pretty broad. You know, someone that's listening to this podcast and like, hey, this Qigong sounds kind of cool. sounds kind of interesting. What can I do? What would you suggest? Exactly that. I think try it because you trying it is a great way to sort of get an internal perspective, have an experience of it. And lots of people have these aha moments when they give it a try. It's a wonderful set of practices just for health and vitality. Now, there are 3,000 styles of Qigong. So there's a lot of different practices. And one of the things that happened to me after I graduated from college, I got hired as a ghostwriter for a Qigong master who lived in Thailand. So I flew to Thailand a few times a year, spent months training with this particular master. But I had the same question. I wanted to learn from other people. I wanted to see what what they were doing in China, what they were doing in Japan. So I did trips to China, Hong Kong, Beijing, all across China to, to study with different teachers and masters. There's masters in, in Tokyo and in Japan. I studied with masters in Indonesia as well. And then the question for me was, how do I explain this to my soccer player friends that are now getting work in Silicon Valley and all stressed out? And here I was traveling to, to Asia you know, they were making a lot more money than I was, but I was having some really interesting experiences. And it's true. There's there's styles of Qigong that are very stationary, like standing meditations. There's Qigong styles that are very stretch oriented. There's Qigong styles that are very martial oriented. You break Qigong into three different categories. One is medical, like we we're talking about. That's kind of where I focused first and foremost. How do we use this practice to create healing in our own lives? to stay healthy, to cultivate vibrant health. There's martial styles where you cultivate chi and energy for your martial arts training. And then there's spiritual styles that were very much meditative oriented, where you sit in meditation and maybe you circulate energy and you connect to the universe, your purpose for being here on this planet, divine wisdom. And then you figure out how they all integrate together. And the integration of those practices can be very, very, very helpful. That's what I love about it. And the, the reason I chose the, the particular style that I did is because I wanted to explain it to people in modern life. And so my particular style is integrative. It helps us with those very things that we, that we need, which is stress management, pain, neck tension, and low, low back issues. I want it to be immediately helpful for your, for your life. Hey, we got his daughter joining us. For those listening, this is awesome. So how old's your daughter right there? How old are you? She's three. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Nothing, but somebody snuck out of bed and now is saying hi to everybody. And speaking of energy, Rob, this one has a ton of energy. Three-year-olds have a lot of energy. Oh, that's awesome. How many kids do you have total, Lee? I have four daughters. So now you know the real reason I do Qigong. <laughs> so I have... An older son and then three daughters. We're pretty close. Oh, how wonderful. 
That's beautiful. I have twin 15-year-olds, a 13-year-old, and then my three-year-old here. That's a good gap, isn't it? It's a good gap. Teenagers and toddlers are really similar. You know, you're just constantly, you know, uh, focused on helping them be their best selves. I'm constantly, hey, don't put that in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) To all these guys. We got grandma here. We we have to be quiet because daddy's working. You want Tita to give you a treat? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Tita. (laughs) We got grandma here helping. Okay, so that was fun to meet Lee's daughter there. Looks like she's off now and, and someone else has got her. So that was fun to see your family there, Lee. As we get ready to wrap this up, the way I found you was doing exactly what we were just talking about. I had gone to the internet. I had found all these different YouTube videos. I had watched and done a lot of them. So different people, different styles. And here was my issue with that is there wasn't a lot of structure to it. And to your point, I mean, doing something is better than nothing. But I just felt like it would be nice to have something that was a little more consistent without me just having to go to YouTube and picking any random person. And that's when I came across your site, which is holdenqigong.com. And I'll just spell this out for people. H-O-L-D-E-N and then Q-I is the chi and then gong, G-O-N-G. So holdenqigong.com. And again, we get nothing from this. There's no affiliate relationship. I'm promoting this because I've really experienced the benefits from it. And what I loved about your site is the organization and the structure and the flow, as well as the flexibility. You know, we talked about the short versus the longer version. If someone's dealing with certain things like anxiety or other issues, you have specific courses designed just for those. That's my perspective on it. How did you get to the point where you set it up so well? Because I think you have a really well-organized site and system and processes in place that could really be beneficial to people for that reason. I'm just curious, you know, how did you get there from traveling around the world, being a ghostwriter for other people? Because it's really well-organized and I, and I loved the way you've set it up on your site. That's a great question. I set up my site like this because I wanted to give people tools and resources to handle their most challenging problems, whether it had anxiety, insomnia, back pain, neck and shoulder pain, high blood pressure, digestive issues. I wanted them to really understand that this practice could help them heal. At the time where I started breaking my practices down to condition specific, I had shows on public television that were starting to be really popular. I had a PBS show that went out across the country because I designed it that way. I said, Qigong for stress. Or people would be like, I got stress. Let me try this weird thing that's called Qi what? And then they got into Qigong from there. I wanted to make it really practical, accessible. I wanted to explain this practice without just saying, hey, just do it and follow me. I wanted you to understand that, hey, meditation is good for you. It's anti-aging. People that meditate biologically have an age about 10 years younger than their actual age. Same with exercise. Exercise is good for you. And when you combine them, you get this really beautiful, beneficial practice that can start to not only heal your ailments, but also give you a lot more energy and vitality. And I was finding that as I, as my shows went out on public television, people were writing in and saying, wow, I feel better. It helped me with this. I had a much larger audience to see that, yes, this practice really, really worked. And it worked in this beautiful way from the inside out. They didn't have to take a pill. You didn't need a surgery. You had this power of healing from the inside out, which we all do. And 
that is what really was making me passionate about this practice. So now, instead of having DVDs, I have online courses for condition-specific ailments. We have a subscription to keep your energy high. And then I've done everything all the way up to a teacher training where people are going through my online teacher training with our teachers, with myself, and, and getting certified so that they can start to spread the word and teach and help people truly master their own internal energy. I'm glad you articulated that. And this is really something we could sit here and listen to all day long, but in the end, we have to experience it, right? I mean, it's one of those things that we just have to experience. I know that you have your website, holdenqigong.com. Is that the best place for someone to go who's just starting out? Do you have a landing page that's a different landing page or what's the best place for someone to go if they wanted to look into this? Uh, yes, holdenqigong.com. That is the best place to go. We, we have currently a free two-week trial so you can come take those classes that Rob was talking about and try it out for free and try it for yourself. You get access to the 20-minute version, the hour version. There's little meditations involved. If you look at holdenqigong.com, you, you can see a lot of condition-specific ailments. So you can say, oh yeah, I have insomnia, click, and you have a whole routine that's that's there for you. We have samples of a lot of those things on YouTube as well. So you can check out holdenqigong.com or holdenqigong on YouTube and just see a bunch of little short routines. But the place to get the full routines and all that stuff is holdenqigong.com. So I appreciate that. One of the things I just got to laughingly say, it's the coolest thing. I love the names of all these movements. You know, now we're going to do flowing dragon goes into the water. (laughs) I like that. That was a good one. Whatever it is. Yeah, they're all poetic. And, you know, Qigong originated by mirroring the movements of nature. So, you know, whether it's tree sways in the wind or, you know, swimming dragon or the bear frolics, it's just these people watched nature move and said, hey, we're part of nature. Let's move our bodies in these very natural ways and get this chi, life force energy circulating and see what happens. And what happened was they just became a better version of themselves, happier and healthier and more resourced when they do these practices. Well, thank you so much for being here, Lee. I hope that as a result of listening to this, that if you're out there listening, wherever you're at in the world, that if nothing else, this has sparked your interest enough to say, you know what, I'm going to look into this a little bit more. Maybe there's something to this. Maybe there is, right? And so for you listening, I would encourage you to look into this. See what impact it might have after doing it for a week or two. See how you feel. And if it's really benefiting you, great, keep it up. If not, then then of course you can stop. So it's one of those things that I view as, you know, nothing lost, a lot gained. And so as we get ready to wrap up, any final comments, Lee, that you would like to make? No, I just appreciate you uh, sharing this information with your audience and how you set up this interview. It was just great and very skillful. I think the more people that know about this practice, the better their lives are going to be. You know, when I look at modern life, I, you know, speaking of teenagers, kids aren't taught this and we haven't been taught how to access our resources. You know, we all have technology and devices, but we don't have this internal technology that really helps us to be happier people. Modern technology isn't isn't a practice of being happier and healthier. There's some contentment about it, definitely, and there's some satisfaction. But really, to to live more vibrantly, it's important to lean into these internal technologies that really help with cultivating energy. And so I think to balance everything that's going on in modern life, all this stress, all, all the external pull, we need something that really helps get us resourced from the inside out. Uh, And I love this practice for that. And that's a perfect way to wrap this up because I agree with everything you just said, Lee. So to all of our listeners, thank you for joining wherever you're at in the world. We hope you have a great day and a wonderful rest of your week. 
Thank you for listening to the Becoming Your Best podcast. If there was something in this podcast that you felt would be helpful for a family member, a friend, or even a coworker, we invite you to share this podcast with them now while you're thinking about it. Also, remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Now, for additional resources and tools, such as how to join our monthly peak performance coaching program, or how to get certified as a trainer or coach, or schedule a workshop or keynote, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day and a great week.